welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Bit different today, aren't we? We're outside. Um, I thought I'd show you the new beast, the new chariot. So haven't had a car for five years. Uh, didn't really need one being in the mines, but uh, needed something. Moved to Queensland. I needed something to get around with. And this is her, the V-Dub Touareg. Now, the best part about this is, yeah, it's an old car. It's a 2004, but this right here, V10 TDI. So that's turbo diesel V10. Now it's uh, limited engines. They did an R5 version of these, and it's basically, it's a beast of an engine. Big, big diesel. Uh, I think 230 kilowatts for power, but the killer is 700 and 50 Newton meters of torque in this. Uh, so when you go on uphill, uh, open cruise control everywhere. Um, so hits a hill, no dramas, just pulls away from everything. Just an absolute bundle of grunt. So if I end up, this is gonna be sort of a little bit of a project car for the channel as well. So not only will we be traveling in this sucker, but we're also gonna be doing uh, some upgrades to it. Um, it's it was a luxury car when it came out. It was a $140,000 car when it came out. It's got spotties down here. So they all work. A few bits and pieces that don't work. It's due for service, getting service next week so I can get a full picture of exactly what I need to do with it. Um, it's not 100%, but 14 grand for a $140,000 car. Um, with everything still working, pretty darn cool. Full leather seats, jack seat over there. Um, it's got all the bells and whistles. Got me mouse, little magnetic there for the phone. Stubby cooler, team stubby cooler, my team Yeti 34 media. Uh, that's got to go. The That's still a CD player, so that's pretty terrible. Um, I'm looking at, that's probably going to be the first video we do for the upgrade on this as well. That's going to go to a, something that has Apple CarPlay in it. Uh, I've got brand new carpets coming from that'll be we'll talk about that when they come that'll be a video because I'll do the install on them uh, still in pretty good nick full electric I said full leather dual dual zone air cons got everything you could imagine um, pretty good nick for 14 grand it's I think I've done pretty well I've already done like 3,000 kilometers in it driving backwards and forwards doing all the house stuff so it's Pretty good. Got me gear in the back, the spare. That's one of the other issues we have to do with this. They don't have a spare wheel, so I've got to carry that there. I'm gonna be, there's, there are a few businesses that do spare wheel carriers that bolt straight on, waterproof jacket, and there's only cleaning gear and breakdown stuff in that waterproof tub, so that's pretty cool. But, oh, I hope that's locked. But uh, roof racks on it but I wanna put a proper rack on it so I can store my camera gear and other stuff, or if I have to, I might be able to put the tire up there. So I'm definitely looking at doing a rack. Sunroof, all the thing, I've got spare tires, spare bits and pieces. It's got scratches and no major dents, just a few scratches here and there. It's enough major, I don't know, paintwork looks pretty good. I've done a big cleanup. It is dirty at the moment, my apologies. Um, as I said, I've done 3000K since I bought this and it hasn't missed a beat so far. Uh, but yeah, there's a bit to do on that. But I thought, yeah, well, it's a beautiful day. We might come outside, 
Look at those clouds in the sky. Out to the shed and do our daily vlog. Rightio, how's that for a background? You can't beat that. Okay, bear with us. We'll slip straight over to main video. Okay, we're here we go. Just put, put the switch by down now when I'm moving. We've seen the car. I hope you do like that. It's, I can't wait to do some fun things with the Touareg. It's going to be pretty cool. A lot of uh, challenges there for me. A lot of electrics to play around with. Some funky stuff. Uh, but yeah, it should be pretty darn cool. Gorgeous day here in Queensland. Sun's out for a change. It's rained all weekend. Uh, it's a public holiday here today. But the sun's out. The clouds are out. Flowers are blooming. Uh, pretty cool, I thought it. Get you out of the office, something different. Now, uh, big news, uh, just come back from the Barra Classic, where I use my Shimano Calcutta DC 2019. The bomb of reels, I love it. I switched between that and the Daiwa Ryoga, the two top echelon ones from both big manufacturers. Uh, core fish on, core Barra on both of them. I still love my DC Calcutta, without a doubt, the 2019. It's amazing. 2019, it's now 2021. Shimano Australia still does not sell it in Australia. No idea why. Absolutely stupidest decision. They are, they would sell these reels, no problems at all. And I know I've said that before. I don't understand it. It's not even worth worrying about. I have asked them and they have no interest in selling it here. Apparently the market's not big enough. It's one of the biggest fishing markets I know of. I guess America's more, but there's more people. But if you, the ratio has to be huge in Australia to how many people fish compared to what it is in the States. I'm sure we'd have a bigger percentage of people that actually fish for the population. But apparently it's not enough to bring the best gear to Australia. We only get the cheap stuff that they can mark up to the same price as the best stuff, which is pretty darn silly. Everyone has the internet. Everyone shops online. Uh, somehow Shimano Australia doesn't think that People aren't gonna go and buy it online. I was lucky enough to get that 19, 2019 DC, Calcutta DC from plat.co.japan. Um, one of the first ones to get it out of the country. I pre-ordered it, got it, and I had the first video up to unbox it on YouTube. I was pretty stoked with that. It's gone really well. It's like 11,000 views. Thank you to all those that have watched it. Uh, that was pretty cool and fun, and I love that reel. Well, Shimano has released a Calcutta, a new Calcutta in the 100 200s. They've done new models in the 300 and 400. Well, now they've got the 100 and 200 models out. So the same size as the DC that you can, in the DC model you could buy two years ago, and now in a base model. So it's not really a base, it just doesn't have DC. Picture all the great features of the DC, uh, the Calcutta DC and that model, that small package, fully rebuilt, machined, built like a brick shit house, is now in a, just a standard Calcutta. So if you're not a DC person, you just want a mechanical, robust beast of a, a reel, this is the reel for you. Um, you can get them in, uh, you can pre-order them now in plat.co.japan, that's where I got my DC from. So if you do want one, I suggest if you haven't tried one of these and you want a really good reel for either trawling or catching big fish, salt water, uh, this is a fantastic reel. Um, you can go to the three to 400 if you're doing offshore stuff, but if you're inshore doing barramundi and mangrove jack, anything like that, this, uh, two, I've got the 200 uh, that is big enough and does a great amount of stuff. So 
Very cool. Now it's got all the good stuff. It's got the brand new MGL Spool 3 in there. So I think that's even, I think the DC had the MGL 2. I don't think it had the 3. I'm not 100% on that. But it's got the MGL Spool 3, so it's the newest one. Standard micro module gears, infinity drive, SVS adjustable brake drive, silent tune, uh, vibration induction, S3D smoother cast feature. Uh, obviously, it's Hagney, so it's full salt water use, uh, and I can verify that works 100%. Um, it's got that drag clicker sound, so if you get a fish, it'll, it'll give you the noise, so you know you've got something as well. So it's got that audible there, which is pretty cool. Uh, reduced backlash. Now it will pull 57 to 78 centimetres of line per wind. So every wind is 57 to 78 centimetres, depending on the model and ratio. Um, 10 year warranty, four and a half to seven kilos of drag. In this, again, depending on the model, again, depending on the model, 12 plus one or 13 plus one bearings in it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, 5.6. Or in the HG model, 7.41 for your ratio. So both pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty sure mine's a 5.61, I think. Or is it a 6.3? I think it's a 5.61. 220 grams, I said it's super compact. Like it definitely, like when you when you're holding your reel and you're about to cast, it basically the whole reel can easily fit in my hand, no drums. I don't have monster hands. I don't have tiny hands, but I don't have monster hands but it fits in smaller. The Ryoga doesn't fit in as much. It's still compact and solid as a brick shit house, but the Calcat is definitely smaller. They do some management there and weight shavings and, and they trim off everything and then everything else is built rock solid. Basically solid bit of aluminium. Uh, it's all really well built. Standard Shimano Calcutta. Now, uh, line ratings, 12 pound, 100 meters, uh, 14 pound, 80 meters, 20 pound, uh, 65 meters. Now I'm pretty sure I got more than that. I run a 40 pound uh, Power Pro on mine, and I'm pretty sure it'll get more than 65 meters. I'd use it more for trawling, so I'm not real. It probably got more than what you should have on there for casting. Again, depending on what you're doing and what your your usage caseage is, I guess you could probably, if you're going to trawl a lot, which we do in the territory, um, probably best to. Have a little bit extra line on there when those big barra do the big runs. Uh, you're gonna need as much line as possible to try and save your ass. Now, uh, 570 bucks Australian. That's pretty cheap. I think the DC was seven, 800 when I bought mine. Um, so that's pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good deal. And I said, as I said, for whatever reason, Shimano won't sell them here. And they're not gonna sell these ones either. They're not on their site. They've released them everywhere else in the world. But again, if for whatever reason, Shimano doesn't like bringing good stuff to Australia. We just get the cheap crap. Uh, you can get it if you, you get the good stuff if you want epoxy spinning. Uh, but if you want actual real fishing reel, a bait caster, a proper reel, uh, you can't get the good ones. I don't know why it befuzzles me all the time with these companies. They somehow think that people don't use the internet and don't realize what you can and can't buy around the planet. So a little bit weird in that regard. So anyway, my apologies. Um, so 570 bucks Australian, that's if you pre-order. That's pretty darn amazing. Uh, that is a world-class, top of the range reel and 570 bucks for a Calcutta. You will definitely be getting yourself a good deal for that one, I think. Uh, so I said, if you do want one, go to plat.co 
co.jp. They're a fishing company in Japan. That's where I got my DC from. Really, really good, great service. Uh, Pre-orders, no problem. This is how I did mine. Uh, you'll definitely get it. They'll get it to you. It comes perfectly wrapped. All the usual great Japanese traits from their shipping. They do an amazing, they're awesome to buy from. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Amazing, amazing reel. Right, I probably said too much about that, but I'm excited, I get excited about that. It's a fantastic reel. Um, yeah, I'm gonna trade something else in to get one of those and just compare the DC versus the normal one. It might be cool. Let me know if you reckon I should do that. Right, Canon R3, some more rumors coming out about that. So some patents have come out, uh, basically giving us a shot of the menu system for the new eye autofocus. So we mentioned, we've all heard about the eye autofocus, that's using your eye, so wherever you look, it basically uses that to lock focus on a, on a subject. So if you see a bird in the sky while you're through the viewfinder, oh, there's a bird, It'll this new feature will allow you to lock onto that bird just by looking at it without having to try and drag a cursor around to lock onto it. Pretty darn cool, high speed, if I can get it to work. Now, they've used a lot of the systems from an old Dash EOS Dash 3 camera, which apparently had that system in it, didn't really work, it was a little bit klutzy. Um, they've then obviously done a fair bit of work to get this right. They know if they get it wrong, they're gonna get hosed nowadays, so I'm pretty sure they've gone in and spent the time and got it right. Now the menu system allows, allows for a couple of different things. Um, LOS autofocus, LOS input, and LOS pointer options. So three different options you can turn on or off to, I guess, assist in the way that system works. So I think that all works out pretty good. Also, I've put this a little bit of a screenshot on the thumbnail for the actual what it is. And it's basically the calibration mode. So there's gonna be a calibration mode in there. So basically, uh, you'll set it up, you'll look at certain things and it'll track where your eye is. Then you'll look at something else, it'll track where your eye is. It'll do like a little bit of a eye calibration to suit you. That user, obviously, if someone else uses your camera, um, you're gonna to have to recalibrate it. That'll be a little bit klutzy, I guess, but most people aren't really sharing their cameras. Um, but I think it has the potential to be a pretty amazing feature for your wildlife and bird shooters and things that move fast that wanna be able to track quickly. As I said, if you're looking for a bird in the sky and you see one, and then you gotta try and get that circle up to lock it on to track it, um, autofocus is pretty good in the cannons and in the, in the top range ones and I'm sure uh, the R3 is going to be pretty insane but if you could get something there that allows you to quickly shoot there with your, just by look it's obviously going to be quicker than your thumbs or the other tracking I think it potentially fingers crossed it all works could be a bit of a uh, game changer for the camera industry so very very cool hopefully they get that iteration right now, um, so also there's some patents for two other primes, a 135L series F1.4 and a 24mm 1.4L USM as well. So the 24 is pretty standard, it's good, uh, but a new different back focus area on this one. And 135, there was two different options there. Um, F1.4 is pretty wild for a 135. That's a big lens to get down to that. That's gonna have some pretty wild depth. Pretty cool for um, portrait stuff and some also other landscape bits and pieces too, 135. That's a fairly decent length, so pretty uh, cool to see that coming from Canon. 
that R3 is gonna be a bit of a beast of a camera and I'm sure we're gonna see more and more stuff coming out on that as it grows. Right, some fun stuff. Uh, Twitch, big gaming platform, streamers, gamers streaming, making a, they make a lot of money out of Ninja started there. I think he's actually back there now. Uh, you can stream live, people pay to watch you game, uh, the conversations, all sorts of different things. Well, they're in a bit of hot water, you could say, uh, hot tub, uh, bikini Twitch streamers. Uh, have been getting banned. Um, the new phenomenon is seeing some, I guess, good-looking ladies um, in bikinis that are streamers or gamers that are streaming, getting on and having chats with their fan crowd while they're sitting in a little blow-up pool with water in their bikinis. Um, apparently a few of them have made faux pas and bits and pieces have fallen out of bits and pieces. So that was not good and a few got banned that and a few others got banned for, I guess, being... I guess taking a little bit of a piss out of the uh, the rules and regs on Twitch. It is a gamey thing. There are a lot of kids on there. It's a little bit, uh, you know, I can understand why they do it. They're making a packet of money out of it. It's a business for them. But I guess there are a lot of kids on there and I guess parents are going to get upset. So I can understand why Twitch has sort of put the hammer on them and smashed them a bit. But I thought that was a little bit funny that... Um, yeah, imagine me doing a podcast, sitting in board shorts in the in the spa, having a chat to you. I don't think I'd get the same sort of uh, yeah, same sort of uh, subscriber count <laughs> with the old hairy chest hanging out. I thought that was pretty cool, a bit bit funny, and look, people go to people need to make money. Uh, a lot of people, this is a big business. Uh, to see that happen, I thought, yeah, well, I can't blame them, but. You know, you can't blame Twitch for smashing you. So there you go. Hot tub bikini Twitch dreaming is a thing. And it's uh, getting bigger and more popular and also getting banned a lot more often too. So pretty funny. Now, uh, big news this week. Apple Fortnite last year, the big fight over uh, Fortnite not having to pay Apple. They wanted to put their own payment system on and everyone have to pay Apple so they could use Fortnite and Fortnite wasn't happy, sued them, Apple sued back, everyone sued, everyone's suing everyone, lawyers on lawyers on lawyers on lawyers, it's just a big lawyer gangbang of just, just stupidity, uh, all about greed and money as per everything in this planet and life with us humans, well, it's all about greed uh, generally, which is a bit of a shame. Well, the lawyers, it goes into court this week. Now, at the same time this week, Europe's slapped a heap of antitrust uh, things on Apple as well, and they're looking up to 27 billion US dollars in antitrust fines in Europe. So pretty crazy, uh, yeah, crazy stuff. Wow, uh, Apple copping it there. They've got plenty of bucks, so I don't think they're gonna be any dramas in regards to that, but um, they're true, they got, a, I think, a trillion dollars in cash. But uh, I'm sure they don't want to keep offloading $27 billion at a time for fines. Uh, they're going to have to work out a solution to this and going forward and see what they do. I'm sure they don't want to spend, give the, keep paying their lawyers just to go to court to keep fighting these things. It's a little, I'm sure it's a little bit annoying. Rightio. Well, that's about it for another day, another vlog. Uh, thanks for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, more to come on the car than you two reg. Little trusty two rig, it's uh, the big V10 diesel, 750 newton meters of torque. 
What a car. Uh, they're pretty rare and I'm pretty happy I got it. Uh, for 14 grand, it was a bit of a bargain and pretty stoked. It's gonna be running my channel. It's gonna be getting me out to those spots so I can get those beautiful photos and do those hikes in this beautiful state of Queensland. Now I'm living here. Fingers crossed we can get a house soon. That would be awesome too. So anyway, but yeah, we'll be going that way. That way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.